0: You are listening to the podcast version of Retirement Talk with Kevin Bach of Integrity Retirement Solutions. The Motley Fool Financial website says 70% of us will need some amount of long-term care in our lifetime, but only 50% of us feel confident that we'll be able to actually pay for it. So Kevin, I know this is part of your six pillars of a successful retirement, the healthcare planning uh, aspect there. How are you helping your clients prepare for this?
1: Well, just like we help with every part of it, we educate them on their needs. And we try to educate people that there's almost a three-quarters or three-out-of-four chance you're going to need long-term care sometime in retirement. That's a lot of people. So think about you and your spouse and your neighbor and their spouse. That's four of you. Three of you are going to need care. Is the one that's left over the one that's going to have to take care of everybody? What are you going to do? How are you planning your long-term care expenses. In long-term care there's there's three areas that have typically been paying. Number 1, if you have long-term care insurance, that will pay your bill or a portion of it. If you have personal funds, that'll pay your bill till you're broke. And then there's Medicaid. Medicaid will pay your bill after you're broke. Which one of those is it going to be that's going to take care of your Here, Bill, we had a client one time. We went in to see this client. Mom was there, the son was there, which he was an enrolled agent and thought he knew everything. They're like a tax agent. The husband was in a a skilled nursing care for eight years. Mm. They started out with a million dollars. They ended up, when I got there, with $200,000 left.
0: Whoa.
1: Mom is feeling a pinch because she's not gonna have any money to take care of herself because they didn't plan for this event. So how much do you want to take care of your spouse? That's the big thing. How much do you want to stay out of a nursing home is another thing. If you have enough money to pay for in-home care, you can stay home. That number can get pretty big, but you can stay home. Just for an instance, 24-7 care for a month, non-medical, $30 an hour, about $17,000 a month. You can do it if you have the means to do it. That's what we help people do. And if you need nurses, that number gets a little bit higher. So think of it long-term care insurance, but it's pricey. And if you don't use it, you lose it. So people say, I'm not going to buy that. It works just like your homeowners and your car insurance. If you don't use it, you lose it. Mm -hmm. Use your personal funds. And then whenever you're broke, Medicaid will pay for it. That's the state. But now there's something called, I call it hybrid life insurance hybrid life insurance that you can have that if you don't use it the benefit will go tax-free privately and around probate to your heirs but if you do use it for long-term care the death benefit pays for your care instead of coming out of your pocket that's huge it can be so huge you know we we got a client that um let's just say they had about a million dollars it was somewhere in there and we took enough money out to give them income for the rest of their life and took some other money and put it in an account that's gonna pay for their um, life insurance, this hybrid life insurance. If they get sick, it's gonna give each of them $10,000 a month to pay for care. Now, the big thing is, this is called indemnity. You get the money, you give it to the caretakers that you want to. You don't have to send in a bill every month to get reimbursed this is called indemnity now it's a second to die life insurance policy meaning it'll only pay out on the death of the second person but for long-term care you can use it whenever you need to so that is big. And then you can design it also to have some cash value build up in it in case you run out of money on the other side.
0: So lots of great information, lots of great resources. And I mean, chances are folks don't even know about all this stuff, Kevin. They just think, well, I've got some savings. So if I get sick or my, my spouse gets sick, I guess we'll figure it out.
1: Right. The, the problem is, is a lot of agencies or offices. They don't handle everything like we do. They have their own knowledge and then they'll say, oh yeah, go see Joe down the road or go see Pete or Mary down the road. They'll help you out with this. We coordinate everything under one roof here, whether it has to do with your estate planning, whether it has to do with your retirement planning, whether it has to do with your uh, legacy going to your heirs. We do it all here and we know what is available and we keep up on it you know we've got friends like Cheryl Moore that they keep us up on things too so if we can help you out in any way just to see if it makes sense for you don't don't hesitate to give us a call
0: talking about legacy planning here Kevin uh, you found uh, an interesting article here talking about Whitney Houston and her will and estate and legacy talk to me about it
1: well yeah Whitney she she died she had some planning done but it wasn't done very effectively um her daughter was to inherit everything and her daughter never got a chance to inherit everything because she died before it was all distributed. Mm -hmm. So now it's going going back into um, probate. And what's happens now, since the daughter didn't have a will, the, the estate is going to be handled by the state. It's going to go in, it's called intestate, no will. The state has a pecking order on where the money's going to go. So, one of the problems that I see, according to this article, is Whitney did a will. Whitney's estate goes to a testamentary trust after it's gone through probate and everybody's taken their money out. And then it goes into this trust to be for the daughter. That takes time. Everything didn't get transferred. And now there's a huge problem because the, the daughter, Bobby uh, Christina, never had a will. I mean, sometimes planning, it's not just about you. It's about you and the people it's going to get. If you got a big estate, you might want to have a family meeting. We encourage that all the time.
0: Yeah, family meeting is, is crucial. I actually just did that with my, with my family just a few weeks ago with my parents. And, uh, you know, it's interesting you look at the big celebrities, you know, Whitney Houston being one of them, of course. Prince, Michael Jackson, Aretha Franklin, all these people with mega, mega money, right? And not steered in the right direction. A lot of them didn't have wills. A lot of them didn't have estate planning.
1: Exactly. And we see that all the time. Oh yeah, they're loaded. They already have everything taken care of. Or worse yet, I don't think I need to do anything because I already talked to my attorney or I already talked to this advisor or that advisor and everything's taken care of. And I can guarantee you one thing, when you get done with our first meeting, we're gonna find areas that were missed or omitted, or done ineffectively. Sitting down with us, you're not going to walk out empty-handed. You're going to find something that we've been able to help you on when you walk out that door. Whether you decide to come back or not, that's up to you, but you will know something more than when you came in.
0: Get more details about Kevin Bach and, of course, Integrity Retirement Solutions at IntegrityRetirementSolutions.com. Thank you so much for joining us here for the Retirement Talk with Kevin Bach podcast. Join us next time
1: 7